running. Everything is cool. That's always a great way to start out. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, Fantabulous Friday. It is Carol So, aka Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Good morning, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 on this very rainy day in Connecticut. It's all good, you know. From the rain comes sunshine and maybe even more of a change of the autumn colors, which are really just starting. You're really starting to notice that the tinge in the leaves and tinge can be a good thing. You know, it's funny when I think back to a year ago at this time, we obviously were in preparation of dad's funeral and I remember the leaves being so vibrant then. So isn't that odd this year? They're not there yet. Yeah, well, usually when we have that really first snap of freezing cold air that's when boom you really start to see that accelerate so <clears throat> excuse me you know we'll we'll see the uh, i'm waiting to wake up tomorrow morning and see the vibrancy because i'm really starting to obviously notice it more and more and just that appreciation for all of uh nature's beauties yeah it's one of the best things about new england is the color Again, you know, we're officially into another season. We always talk about the seasons of our own life. Going into season, you go from, you know, the 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 beauty of summer and the heat and the and the really vibrant colors of that season. And then you slowly start to see the beauty of fall, you know, reminds you of apple pies, pumpkins. You're kind of in that, that fall mode, start decorating. I know a lot of people already got their fall decorations up the mindset's a little bit different here trying to get into that fall thinking because it's obviously very warm here so it's a, it's a difference and it's funny to see how your body changes when you go through different seasons as well you may just you may feel you know different things during the month whether it's you know that full moon or just like like you said the crispness of the air and how it impacts your mindsets uh, you'll start. I always say that you know once Halloween hits, you might as well fast forward to January second, and it's so true. The holidays just one right after another they come, and that spirit. You know, you, you start to see the spirit pick up everyone, especially towards Hanukkah and and Christmas and all the different holidays that are out there. Uh, that family of gathering and around the table, and it's it's a nice time of year. Yes, it is, and you know this time of year too. Well, let me back up a little bit. About a month, about a month ago, <laughs> all of the pumpkin stuff started to come out in the stores. And of course, I, everybody knows I love coffee. I know that you're not, you don't do coffee. Mm. I love coffee. So pumpkin coffee. So every time now that I'm in stop and shop, um, I buy the pumpkin coffee when it's on sale because it's uh, two boxes for, for $8. So it, there's 12 um, Keurigs in each box. So it comes out to about 33, 34 cents for a cup of coffee. So I limit myself to one pumpkin coffee a day. So I'll, I'm all set for probably a, a good month or maybe even more actually. That's awesome. I know I love the pumpkin flavor. I actually had a um, pumpkin-y coffee espresso uh, kind of a, cocktail last night with some friends and it was a very folly feeling to it so and it tasted yumminess one of those types of 
beverages you can only have one because it's it's i wouldn't say that it's sweet sweet which is good um but it, it's just you know it's like a treat type of a drink so it was delicious it was yummy and um but i like you know when you talk about going into the different seasons of how your mindset changes your health and wellness too and that is something that you know you depending on where you live as you're entering into those those cooler months you change kind of your routine up maybe you're not going out as early as you would like to because the temperatures are not conducive to what you want to do in the morning so how do you manage that how do you switch up for the season for your fitness level and also knowing that you're entering a season where there's a lot of food involved right you've got candy of course for halloween how many you know little you know everyone goes to the bite size now and then you, you feel kind of good about that and then you realize oh i had about 10 of those bite size oh but that only equals one big bar and so you have that mindset going or then of course then you have thanksgiving and all the trimmings of that and then of course christmas cookies and yada 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 how do you navigate and keeping yourself on track so you don't get into that last week of december regretting the you know the prior three months and you head into that January, January 1st, New Year's resolution hamster wheel. Well, it's a hamster wheel because I call it the JM and I know that those are my initials, but those specifically mean justification mindset. If you have to ever, and, and I'm still guilty of this and I freely admit that, but I am 95% better. If I have to justify my behavior to suit what I'm doing, and it could be toward food, it, you know, whatever it may be, um, that's a problem. And it's about realizing it and kind of, whoa, take a step back. Hmm, maybe that's not so good for me. Uh, <laughs> you know, for instance, last night, I... I have to be very careful of potatoes. This time of year, I don't know what it is. It's like potatoes, potatoes, you know, we go from the summer, you know, everybody always asks me to bring my, my potato salad. Um, but now it's like, okay, baked potatoes, mashed potatoes, the this, the that, French fry. And I have to be very mindful of that. So as I'm scooping out some leftover potato salad, I'm like, wait a minute. I already have potato. This is like way too much. Like I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. Now in that moment, <laughs> I could have justified. Well, it's already on my plate. You know, whatever. No, I scooped half of it off. I'm like, I don't need that much. Um, very well could have justified my behavior for sure. So it's taking taking practical tips and really putting them to use is, and if you follow through with it, meaning like just a little example of what I was just explaining, I felt so great after that. I was like, ooh, that's kind of well, nice. It is a great feeling. And for those of you who have never had Janice's potato salad, it is like one of those potato salads where you do want a big glob of it. I'm not gonna lie, it's really, really good. Uh, I try to, I, I think I use more celery than you do. And I think that's where mine changes up. But we, we use the same ingredients, but they do taste a little bit different. And hers is amazing. So it, it is one of those treats where, again, 
So what I like to now do on my plate, and I don't really, I don't really think about it so much because I just got into that mindset that I always, always do it. I really make it a point less. I just start out with less to begin with mm-hmm. because there are certain certain food groups or, or recipes or whatever where you know oof, that that's going to be my trouble spot, but I still want to be able to enjoy it. And, you know, I also kind of the mindset I have now if I know it's going to be one of those, I'm going to make sure, especially if I know about it ahead of time, I'm going to make sure I'm more mindful of what I eat throughout the, during the day. So if I know, for instance, that we're doing Italian, you know, I possibly might eat pasta. I'm very mindful that I don't have any other, you know, white breads or anything like that. And I don't typically eat white bread anyways, but Italian bread is white bread and it's just so yummy, especially if it's really fresh, fresh Italian bread. So I make sure that I'm mindful of that throughout the day. And then, you know, even even uh, if it's a dessert, I'm not, I really have stepped away. I was never, I don't think I was ever a really big dessert eater anyways. There were certain things that I really liked, but now if in fact we order something, it's usually just one and we split it or, you know, who's ever with us, we all kind of just grab a taste of whatever it was. So I don't really have a problem with sweets anymore. It's really more, I'm just mindful of, and I'm a fast eater. That's my other issue. How many of you out there are fast eaters and you don't allow time for that food to hit your gut, to to feel the fullness of what, and the goodness of what you're eating. And so that's why you tend to eat more of. And then after that, once it starts to settle in, you realize, oh, I ate way too much. So I'm more mindful of that. I've tried to slow down and eat. It is very difficult when you're brought up with, you know, five siblings and, you know, just just the dynamics of, of, you know, the dinner table. You made sure that you grabbed quickly so you got food, number one. There was always enough. So I don't mean that there wasn't enough food. It's just we had two brothers that, you know, had heapings of helpings of food. So uh, I really try to not only try to slow down, but I have a habit like our dad had a habit of taking eating quickly, but also taking too big of a bite. Our dad uh, choked a lot, especially in his latter, well, probably the last 10 years of his life. He would, uh, it would always be too big bite of a, a dried bread or a pizzel or, you know, whatever it may bring, it would get caught in his throat. I find that I do that and it's too often now. So I, I now I'm more mindful of trying to not only eat slower, but the, my biggest thing is smaller bites because you really can ca- catch yourself uh, in a precarious situation where and it's a scary feeling when you realize, okay, I've got something in my throat. It's not going down. You know, you only have seconds to, to loosen it up and, and dislodge it or get it down one of the two. So you have to be mindful of, of those things. So I think, you know, in the season where we're, we're introducing so many yummy treats and good, you know, comfort food, you know, is one of those things that comes in this time of year as well. When you were talking about mashed potatoes, I instantly thought of, what is it called? Uh, with the, the hamburger and the corn. Oh, shepherd's pie. I, right. I don't know. It was just drawing a drink. So uh, drawing a total blank of what I was thinking. But shepherd's pie, I mean, that's a comfort food. Mm-hmm. And then you have your chilies, your, your warm stews, you know, those kinds of things. I love to make chicken noodle soups, one of my favorites to make. 
And of course, my phone is ringing. Let me take that off. But, you know, so it's it's the season of comfort. The same, you know, it's like we're getting ready for hibernation, the, the coldness. And that is sadly where a lot of us really derail. You know, we derail. It just, it just happens. So how do you combat changing the seasons in a different mindset and a healthier way than you've ever done before? So I really think this quarter, this last going into the last quarter, of the of this year i'm going to be more mindful of eating slower and eating taking less doesn't mean i can't go back for that second but don't start out with that big plate and go back for another big plate just be more mindful of what your plate looks like right you know making sure you've got that nice color on it even during this time like right now if you're like taking the rest of your veggies out of your garden this is a great time to, to cutting them up. You can flash freeze them. So you have that fresh goodness, all that colorful vegetables all season long. If you happen to live in an area, you know, that the crops are still going, you know, still focus in on that nice color, you know, and just make sure you got good variety and don't deprive yourself. I mean, if there's something that you really enjoy eating during this last quarter of where the, all that comfort food, just eat a little less of it. That's all. Don't just don't overindulge. Right. And, you know, the saying goes less is more. Well, that is so true. Um, I, on the other hand, am a sweet, I, I have a sweet tooth. I, I love desserts, desserts. Oh my God. And I think that definitely comes from our childhood because when a dessert specifically got to me, it was like, you know, real little, especially if Fran or Victor were like, don't out the ice cream. I got this little plop and I'm like, I remember right. thinking, what the heck? what so i think that's kind of where my love of oh my god i have to have a dessert <laughs> i obviously have slowed down with that i allow myself one dessert a week it's usually on a friday or a saturday night and it may be just a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream i love that or i will make my coffee mug cake and it ends up being maybe four, you know six spoonfuls of like a cakey type of mug cake which is more than enough. It's very little, just enough to kind of, <laughs> excuse me, satisfy that sweet tooth. You know, it's about taking, taking the time to practice very good um, eating hygiene. In fact, speaking of eating hygiene, and I'm not sure if that's what she calls it, my friend Sandy is um, coming out with her cookbook, um, probably within the next week or two. I'm so excited. I can't wait for this cookbook, Sandy. I'm just. I know, I know everybody can't wait to see it. And she's been sending me little snippets of it. And I'm like, oh my God, I just, I can't wait. And I'm so excited for her. And she, she talks about that in one of her chapters. I mean, it's not a cookbook. I mean, it's definitely a cookbook, but it's more of a lesson in so many different things dealing with nutrition. So um, I'm gonna leave it at that because I don't wanna you know, give too much information, but I'm telling you, it's gonna blow people away. That, for instance, mac and cheese. Um, Sandy's gluten-free, um, you know, vegan, this and that. So she's able to, she was able to recreate a mac and cheese that everybody dies for there's, and it's not, it's vegan. I'm so excited that you said that because as you know, your great niece loves her cheese. And I know that our daughter has changed 
that particular recipe because she loves mac and cheese and she's been using vegan cheese and she said that Reagan doesn't doesn't even notice the difference and so good so I know she's one of those who's going to want that particular recipe because again mac and cheese is one of those comfort foods mm-hmm. it's good but guess what if you can make it a healthier version and still get that comfort of, of that comfort food that feeling win-win right exactly and you know this time of year too we tend to cook more pasta I, of course, am gluten-free, as everybody knows, but what I do is I specifically measure it out, um, my pasta, um, really, I just, I just take a, you know, a measuring cup and uh, anywhere from a half a cup to two-thirds of a cup is more than enough. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when you, when you cook pasta, um, especially with gluten-free pasta, um, it really doesn't taste the greatest the next day. Um, but when you are consuming the gluten-free pasta products, you, you really, in my opinion, you, you don't know that you're, you're eating, um, gluten-free pasta. It's that good. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, there's so many healthier ways. Like even what do you make with mac and cheese? You use butter, right? Well, use plant-based butter. Uh, I do not notice the difference in that. It's, creamy it's you know does well with all kinds of recipes it's great on toast obviously but you know add that with your mac and cheese so you could really do it you could do an oat milk in place of the regular milk uh, or a you know non-dairy milk they've got some good ones out there the plant-based butter the vegan cheese gluten-free pasta all the goodness and yeah add a little you know salt and pepper a little some people like a little red pepper flakes some people like a little white pepper some people like black pepper you know, spice it up whatever, however way you want to, but there are healthier versions of those traditional types of foods. Um, same thing with lasagnas, like you're talking different pastas, lasagna, um, you know, even putting, um, I know dad likes, you know, the little pastino or different pastas within his, you know, the homemade soups that we would make. Again, you can use gluten-free and you're not, you're going to still feel that goodness, but not, you know, have the, pasta that's going to put the pounds on versus a gluten-free uh, is, is healthier. It's a healthier version of it. And just even adding more vegetables to a stew or soup uh, adds that body to it. You're getting those good, that good nutrition, especially if it's fresh veggies that you were so excited to freeze and now you're using them right smack in that comfort zone food frenzy. I don't know. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm just like, ooh, food. But I just have my little shake thing. I'm good. I try to, um, if I'm hungry, I eat. But oh, speaking of shakes, John has implemented a vegan protein shake, which is, he says it's pretty tasty, pretty good. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to watch it. I wonder if it's uh, Vega. It might be because there's a big V on it. So it, it might be Vega. It's like this big, he's got this big canister of it. And um, he needs to introduce more protein. He's been lifting more. And because we play pickleball so much, he's some he's drop weight. So he's trying to put on some healthy weight on. And that's kind of hard to do, uh, especially guys have a tendency of whatever the, their gene makeup is that they get to lose weight quicker than women do. So he needs to add weight, but he wants to add healthy weight. So you got to introduce more protein. And there's so many... Gosh, there's so many vegetables out there that even contain great protein. Like I love spinach. I love, love spinach salad. I like to saute spinach. 
I put, uh, instead of using regular lettuce, I put spinach for like on my sandwiches, a great way to get more protein into your system, especially where I'm cutting back on certain proteins, like the fatty meats and stuff. So there, there's great ways, great recipes on this fantabulous Friday that you can introduce. So I think we're going to be waiting in anticipation for Sandy's cookbook. And, and there's so many great recipes out there nowadays that you can really re, recreate Still feel good about it, still get that comfort on it, knowing that it's healthy for your body and great for your workout. Absolutely. And, you know, protein shakes, I've never been a fan of protein shakes. Um, I do try them, obviously. Um, and I love Vega. Um, that's a great um, vegan type of protein based shake. And it is delicious. Um, and I give my honest opinions on certain things. And, and I've coached some of my health coaching clients and our clients. When you, for instance, when you go into the vitamin shop, and I'm just using that because we have one in North Haven. Um, when you're looking at the different brands of protein shakes, most of them, um, if not all, right next to their product have the have also sample types of packages. And I always say buy at least three to seven days of the sample package, take it home. You try one of them, obviously. And if it really sucks, then you bring it, bring the other six back, you're, you know, six back to the store. You're not buying, purchasing um, a big tub of something, then you get it home and it tastes disgusting. And it's like, oh my God, you know, I wasted my money. Um, so try these sample packets. It works out so much better. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously the, 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 the protein one that I use is my three-step program. And I love it because it's plant-based, um, but it has that natural goodness. And I was always, always a real chocolate fan, which we have a great chocolate flavor. But I'm really addicted to the vanilla. And of course, this time of year, we have the pumpkin flavor. So I, I, I'm like really into just, I feel like I'm having a liquid pumpkin pie shake. So yummy and so good. And, you know, and then even with the vanilla, I, I love to sometimes add a little nutmeg to it, a little cinnamon to it just to change it up. Um, and if I'm having a second one, because sometimes I do have two during the day, that's what I'm going to add, you know, fresh fruit to it or a banana or so, you know, bananas are so, uh, so good in potassium. So, I mean, we have a plentiful of food with, which in your own garden or whatever grocery store or wherever you buy your, your produce. And you can introduce them in such healthy ways that you're still feeling good about what you're eating, but you don't feel like you're quote dieting. Cause you know, we hate that word diet. We all diet. It's overplayed, overused. Everyone diets. Diet just means you eat food. It's whether you inter intercept a lot what you're eating and interject goodness in such a way that you're feeling good about what you're eating and you're not feeling like, oh, I have to stay away from this food group or that food group. You should always have all food groups, even, uh, you know, some of the ones that some, some people might consider a little unhealthy. You just limit some of that. That's all. Right. Don't think of diet uh, in terms of, oh my God, I have to lose this weight. Take a step back and think, okay, I just ate um, a bag of potato chips. An hour later, you feel like crap. Yeah. That should send a signal to yourself. And you have the thing about the signals that you are receiving and we're all receiving them is you have to take that seriously. That should be a big indication <laughs> that you 
should not eat a whole bag of potato chips, obviously. But again, we like to justify our behavior because that puts us in kind of a sympathetic and empathetic type of mode for ourselves because we like normal behavior. Even though we know it may not be good for us, it's normal. And who doesn't like to be normal? Because when we're normal, we feel comfortable. And it's it's okay to feel comfortable not at the expense of justifying your behavior. There's a big difference. Yeah, there is. And you know what? Everyone, you know, pivots a little bit and divots with with what they eat. So don't like, don't beat yourself up over it either. I mean, recognize, hey, you know what? That's that's a food group I have to stay away from because I can't just eat one. A lot of people feel that with it. And it can be all different kinds of things. For some it's bread, for some it's chips, for some it's cookies. Um, you know, crunch, they, they like that crunchy, crunchiness. It could be pretzels, it could be crackers, it could be anything and just know, hey, I can still eat it. I just gotta eat less of, because I don't wanna feel yucky after the fact and the guilt and all that that comes in. Today is a day you're supposed to be celebrating yourself. So what have you celebrated that you've done all week long that is navigating you to a great healthy weekend? You know, make sure you're getting, uh, you know, you're going through your list, your journal. Did I do this? Did I forget to do that? Oop. <coughs> Excuse me. I gotta add that on to, thank you. I've got to add that on to next week. Don't beat yourself up over things that you said you were going to do and you just, for whatever reason, couldn't get to. One of the hardest things that we are is we're so critical of ourselves. Friday is a day that you celebrate your wins. Doesn't matter how small they are. You still celebrate them because those are the things that are going to perpetuate in a, in a bad way if you don't do it. So you want to celebrate your little ones. I don't care. If, if, if today was all you got done was to make your bed, celebrate that. Uh, if today you, you know, having a pity party for yourself because you didn't eat so well yesterday, well, get off the pity party train and get right back onto that healthy train. It, you can do it. You are in control of you, but celebrate you. Have that conversation with yourself in the mirror. Know that you did a good job because we know you did. Absolutely. Yes. Celebrate the wins, recognize the downfalls, make changes that helps to build a healthy foundation because we all know you can't build the house without a foundation. And it's the same type of premise for changing your wellness around. The famous Hippocrates, let thy food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Eat the rainbow. Yes, absolutely. Eat the rainbow. Bright colors, vibrant colors. Gosh, because when you do, you just, you do feel better and it does. It shows in your skin. It shows in your energy level. It shows in your mood. A lot of people don't understand that how much food impacts your mindset and your mood. And it does. Like if you're eating like a high sugar content day, you're going to have this up and down of crash. You're going to feel miserable and you're going to feel sluggish. A lot of people say, oh, I eat that. I had that sugar because I got that energy. Well, you might get a burst of energy for a little while, but then you crash. Same thing if you're having too much caffeine. You know I, how I feel about caffeine, but there is some natural caffeine that is not going to plateau you here, up there, up, down, up, down, crash. 
there is healthier ways of eating the same goodness, but not having that up and down of, of, of the mood swings. You'll find a lot of people that have uh, tremendous, you know, you know that person, everyone's got one of those friends that has those tremendous mood swings or that family member. I bet you if you really looked at, you know, followed them for a month to see their food journey, you will see how much it really impacts that person's mood, their energy. Um, you know, they may be short, not sleeping well. Sleep is another real healthy piece too, because that's when our bodies naturally repair itself. So if you're eating crappy all day, you might find that you're not going to get a restful night's sleep. Your body's not having that time to rest and recuperate and regenerate and kind of repair itself. And then you get back up and you do the same cycle again. So it's, it's, a, it's a hamster wheel. You want to be on a good, good cycle, not a hamster cycle. Well, yeah. And, and think of that analogy for a moment, the hamster in the wheel. The hamster is going nowhere pretty fast. And that's mm -hmm. not a destination that I want to fulfill, quite frankly. I've been I there a long time ago. And sometimes with habits, we change them around. And, you know, sometimes we don't. And we have to live with the consequences of those decisions that we make. So why not start to make some healthy ones? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Celebrate you. It is Fantabulous Friday. We are wishing that you have a great weekend. Get outside if you can. If you can't get outside, make sure that you're util utilizing the tools that are right around you that can give you a good workout. Uh, make sure you take time to slow down, journal, read, listen to some good music. Heck, you know what? If you're going to end up on the couch, make sure you're watching something that's inspiring, that's not stressing you out. No, I'm not saying you know, a good mystery is, is good, uh, but make sure that it's, it's adding value to who you are as a person that you feel good. There's certain movies like they stress me out now, I can't even watch them. So you know, be mindful of what is around you. And I promise you, when you do all of that, you're gonna have a great weekend. We wish you a great weekend. This is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey everyone, this is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. We hope you have an amazing Friday, an amazing weekend. We'll see you on Monday for Monday Morning Mindset. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.